You're listening to the LP Solutions Podcast, co-hosted by ORC insider Christopher McGordy and security consultant Don Carr, taking deep dives into all things organized retail crime, security, and law enforcement. Join us every Friday for a new episode as we explore informative topics and have insightful guest interviews. Thank you for joining us for episode 12 on the LP Solutions Podcast. I'm your co-host, Don Carr, with Security Industry Consultants. And I'm your co-host, Chris McGurdy, with Naoka Worldwide. Welcome to the program. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we have Ryan Harris with Insurity. And Insurity specializes in GPS tracking solutions. And we're going to talk a little bit today with Ryan about how Insurity is using their solutions to combat ORC or organized retail crime. Ryan, thanks for joining us on the program. Absolutely. Thank you for having me today. Our pleasure. Can you tell us uh, just a little bit your background, um, why you created this company or why you uh, are the CEO of this company and how Insurity uh, is providing solutions to retailers and law enforcement to help fight ORC? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Insurity uh, was originally called Insurity Mobile, and that was the name that we went off because we were targeting specifically the telecom industry. So that's where my background came from. I operated several stores in Canada, and we were facing large amounts of either burglaries or, and eventually armed robberies that were plaguing our stores and you know fellow dealers like that we were affiliated with. I was trying to find a solution that we could use that could help us get these guys out of the store, but allow us to track them down, recover our inventory, and, and put these guys behind bars. And that's really how Insurity started. Um, we were able to create a device that was meant to look and feel like a real piece of inventory that would be in the store. And as soon as the, the bad guys came in and picked up the device and walked it out of the store, we would trigger a silent alarm. We would start dispatching police and getting live location updates every five seconds uh, to pinpoint exactly where they are. Very cool. And um, how, how is that information communicated to law enforcement? Yeah, so we have a few different ways that we do it. Like it, just in the U.S. alone, there's over 10,000 different law enforcement agencies. So finding a single solution that's going to fit all of them is essentially impossible. So we have a few different uh, avenues that we follow. So uh, at minimum, we would be contacting the dispatch, like local dispatch, based on where the tracker is physically located at on the map at the moment. And we'd be dispatching coordinates. We have further integrations with several law enforcement agencies where they may receive an automatic push alert as soon as the device leaves the geofence if they've asked to be set up for that. Um, and in some some cases, we're actually set up uh, now with a company called Fusis, who's a real-time crime reporting center that allows us to integrate with their system. So Fusis, uh, the dashboard would show up and you would see right away on the map that there's an insurity tracker moving down the road. And that would enable law enforcement to pull up the Fusis-enabled cameras and see other things related to the crime. Ryan, you said that basically, you know, you, you started, you basically started in mobile. Is there other avenues that uh, Insurity is looking to kind of target or other, you know, industry sectors or, you know, that you guys are looking to uh, get into? Yeah, absolutely. So although I started in mobile, um, quickly the word spread about the, the job that we were doing and the recoveries that we were getting, we've been able to target multiple other industries as well. So some of the big things would be um, the beauty industry, pharmaceutical industry, um, high-end uh, 
like bags, things like that, um, that we've been mm-hmm. able to go after and create successful programs to assist retailers uh, in their issues. Um, outside of that, we've also been able to use our product to enable people to target some organized retail crime fronts. So we we allow some large retailers to use our devices to embed them inside our devices that they use on for um, like covert sales um, to fence operations to try and identify the the transfer of goods as well. Mm-hmm. So if the re- retailer picks up that you know that something was stolen that has the device in it, uh, now would the retailer report that the you know that it it's missing or it hasn't been you know how how, how does that work or, or you know. Yes. So our system, the way that our device works is most of the time it's in a sleeping dormant state. Once somebody picks up the tracking device, it wakes up and starts communicating with our servers. If it stays within the location that it's protecting, nothing happens. The server will disregard the information and nobody would be notified. Mm -hmm. If it breaks the, the zone, which is usually the parking lot or something along those lines, then it would automatically dispatch our 24 hour monitoring center as well as anybody from the customer site that would like to be alerted. So that can be anywhere from one person to a hundred people could all be getting instant alerts saying you have this device that's left a geofence, please look into it essentially. Our dispatch center then would be validating the event uh, with the customer and then dispatching police as necessary. And I'm sure, I mean, you don't put a device in every product, right? You're only targeting specific you know, uh, items. So like if you had a, you know, a rack full of North face jackets or, or a rack full of, you know, um, Canadian goose jackets and someone came in and grabbed the whole arm load, you'd probably only have one of those devices or something kind of hidden in within something like that. Correct. Yeah. This is a one of many type solution. So we're definitely not yeah. putting a tracking device in every single product. This is really meant only for, organized retail crime so somebody who's coming and taking everything not somebody who's pickpocket like who's taking just a single product and managed to to go with that one device and you probably want to target you know specific items that you know um you know if you're paying for these trackers you probably want to pr- pretty much make sure that it's cost effective too so you're you know you're putting on goods that are you know are, are worth to you know pay for the tracker as well you know Absolutely. So they're generally being put into higher end products that are more valuable and more likely to be stolen. Um, but at the same time, sometimes we're we're putting this into something where they're just going to take a lot of it. So if we look at right, some right. over the counter products like, you know, over the counter pharmaceuticals, they're not exactly expensive. Um, it's just the amount you- over time adds up. I mean, like, you know, really say, you know, what we see is, you know, Red Bull or things like that, you know, things that are particularly targeted. It's not, you know, astronomically expensive, you know, with a, a with a case of them. But if they're stealing 20 to 30 cases at a time, you know, that could add up, you know. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Very cool. Um, and then insofar as price point, um, can you talk a little to speak a little to, uh, the price point for these, uh, products are these items, uh, the trackers themselves, is it, uh, per tracker? Is there a service-based subscription involved? Yeah, for sure. So we have a 
a wide variety of pricing depending on the product that we're protecting exactly. Um, so we would have, for example, in our phone insurity product line, that would be tracking something like an iPhone or an Android device. Um, and it's going to be the boxed up device that you're buying. So this would include everything needed to convince a bad actor that this is a real device that they're taking. Um, mm-hmm. And that would come with a subscription, yes. Like it would come with a monthly fee. Uh, and that is for our monitoring, the data network, the server, everything that's required as part of it. Um, like I said, the pricing does kind of vary, but generally you're you're around for the device itself, you're under $400 for the device. Um, and then monitoring, you're usually around two to $300 a year, depending on the product that we're, that we're dealing with. Okay, very cool. Um... And then uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, battery life, uh, what type of battery life it can be expected? Yeah, so this varies depending on what the customer's end use of the product is. So what is it, what they're going to do with it? If we look at something like a phone insurity device, that's meant to sit in the safe with the rest of the product. And essentially, it doesn't go anywhere. Um, in a device like that, we're getting two to three years of battery life out of the device. So they receive mm-hmm. it in store, they charge it wirelessly, inductively through the packaging, and then that would just sit on the shelf for several years. So essentially longer than the life of the device. Okay. Um, when you get into using it for some of the controlled sales uh, or you know some in-transit theft, things like that, the battery life does change, but you, it, it all depends on how often it's moving versus how often it's stationary. But you know, a general time would for something that's moving a couple hours a day, you're probably looking at about two months. Okay, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, what type of um, results and feedback are you getting from your clients insofar as reducing the shrink, catching the bad actors, prosecution? Yeah. So uh, it, it does seem to depend on the product that we're, that we're monitoring. Um, some products are easier than others. Um, for example, like in the telecom industry, we have a fairly high success rate. We're over 80% of our, of our, if the product leaves the building, we're getting it back. Wow. Um, in terms of uh, if they're actually prosecuted, uh, we I wouldn't have the, the final numbers on what's actually come of that, but we are mm-hmm. apprehending the people that have the product in their hands and returning the inventory to the customer. And once that happens, like that type of return on investment, if you look at, let's say that tracker total was $600, you know, a typical store is going to have at least $50,000 worth of product inside of it that would have gone out the door with it. So the return on investment for the customer is, is astronomical. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, on some of our products, um, like we've, I'm just trying to think if it's easier to locate the tracking device, like if we have a hard time hiding it, for example, in a bag, um, if, if we can't hide it inside of the lining, then it's a little bit easier if people are, you know, up to, if they understand that these tracking devices may exist, then our, our recovery rate can go down. But we're very good at hiding the trackers within the products if we have the ability to do so. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Now, are you Makes having any clients sense. like, you know, um, customize, you know, how they want them, you know, put into uh, the products or the packaging or anything like that? Yeah, most of our business is customized uh, tracking. So we -hmm. started in the telecom industry and then people saw what we were doing and said, hey, could you track, you know, this fragrance bottle? Could you track this, uh, you know, pharmaceutical over-the-counter product? 
uh, you know, this bag, um, everything really has been customized and we're not trying to just use a single solution for everything. We want to make this as covert as possible. So if a suspect picks up, you know, a bottle of ne- like a case of Nexium, as an example, we want to make it that they have no idea that there's a tracker in there. So it'll feel like a Nexium. It's going to shake and rattle like a Nexium. Only there's a tracker uh, built into into it as well. So we're always trying to make this as covert as possible because our goal isn't really just to sell trackers. Our goal is to actually have results from the product. So yeah, if we can't make a solution, exactly. Yeah. We're not going to just try and push out a solution that doesn't work. Right. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Um, and then uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, how long you guys have been around and some of your future plans and visions for the company? Yeah, for sure. So Insurity started in 2018. Uh, originally, the company was based in tr- just outside of Toronto. Um, we moved to Florida in 2019, and that's where the main office is still based now. We have a location in Canada that serves all of our Canadian customers as well. Um since that time, our direction, definitely we're still targeting telecom. It is our, our one of our major industries that we go after, but definitely we're leaning more towards the organized retail crime side of it. A lot of in-transit losses that, that people are experiencing through the carriers. Um, we're helping them identify that type of loss and locate those bad actors. Um, and law enforcement is definitely our latest uh, forte. Um, we're definitely going after a lot of the law enforcement, federal and local law enforcement for vehicle type trackers or package based trackers. Um, and that's where the direction is that I see, see us going is more towards organized retail crime in transit and law enforcement. Yeah, that's good to hear because ORC is definitely on the rise and at unprecedented levels. So it's, uh, very cool. Yeah, really plus with the you know uh, the Inform Act and how that uh, you know that was part of the Chips Bill that got passed, but it got kicked out of the Chips Bill. So basically, the Inform Act that was looking to get kind of pushed through Congress uh, got kicked out of that bill. Uh, so we're basically back to square one when it's coming to uh, you know any and some of these uh, online marketplaces that are selling the stolen goods. Like you know the Amazon's you know Amazon Marketplace and Facebook Marketplace um, still don't have to identify who their third party sellers are, so it's still going to be an issue and be a problem until uh, you know that gets addressed. But uh, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> well, but, uh, no, we, it is. Yeah, you know it is and it isn't, Chris, because because there's not going to be that level of disruption coming. Right from those marketplaces it's really important that companies like insurity exist to really fill the gap right because this this we're not going to be able to stop the bleeding on that level right so exactly that's what what i'm saying like yeah yeah, i mean this is a necessity because you know because congress again you know we talk about the failures that congress has had we've talked about it time and time again done on our on the podcast of how, you know, this has been legislation, but it's just not being passed and it's taking Congress forever to do it. But um, I have to say that Michigan, you know, again, Michigan stepped up uh, and they did pass the Inform Act. So, uh, uh, you know, kudos to Michigan again. They're the only state uh, in the country, I believe, that organized retail crime is currently a felony. Um, So... We will continue on. 
Get you back, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, Ryan, I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the program. Uh, we were certainly excited to have you on. What's the best way for a prospective client that wants to get more information uh, to get in touch with somebody at Insurity? Um, best bet would be to either give our customer service a call or to probably send us an email. So that email would be support at insuritymobile.com um, would probably be the easiest way in. Or just look me up on LinkedIn and, and reach out to me that way. My name is Ryan Harris. Very cool. Well, again, we thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us on the LP Solutions podcast. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Indeed. Thank you for listening to the LP Solutions podcast. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, please submit a request on realtimemedia.group. That's R-E-E-L timemedia.group. You can download the LP Solutions podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. This is a Real Time Media Group production.